of Block Talk, presented by Theater Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. Tis the season to get glammy. I'm nominated for two 2021 Glam Awards for Best Podcast and Best Writer Blogger, and I need your help to win. This year, both categories are in People's Choice voting, so the public will determine who wins. All you need to do is go to GlamAwards.net, click the tab for People's Choice, and vote. You might only be able to use your email once, so you better tell all your friends, family, enemies, hell, even tell that hunk at the dog park, the Showtime subway dancers, and that kid you used to babysit who's now a tech tycoon. Vote now before the voting window closes. And I repeat, tell everyone! And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit TheaterTheNow.com for the news, reviews, and interviews. Drag Race Italia is not for the slightest of hearts. After a tumultuous untucks, we watched the aftermath unfold. But first, a Snatch game that was, well, played by their own set of rules. Can't say this show isn't keeping us on our toes. It's time to chat all things Drag Race Italia with someone who deserves to be in a punishment lip sync all the time. Scouts Honor! Ugh, excuse me. Yeah. A punishment lip sync? What have I ever done? Not done drag enough. That's very true. So you should be uh, lip syncing for your literal life to stay in drag. To see. (laughs) Um, I, when I, well, now I haven't done drag in about three weeks, but uh, when I did brunch after Thanksgiving, I uh, fully had not painted in two months, two and a half months. And was like, I hope this, I hope this works. Well, good luck. It did. Uh, we're we're, we're going to be giving so you a challenge later on. Um, something if you tell me I have to episode. do my makeup in the dark, I swear to God. Yes, you will. Um, well, oh, this episode was filled with so much. There was a I lot have, that happened. I in, still in ninety minutes. I've 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 now watched it uh, uh, the better part of two times, and I I still don't know. What, yeah, what um, I, I... a lot has happened. This this season <sighs> is weird. Like, first off, listeners, we're recording this a week after it came out because it came out early for no reason. I was fully it's, expecting they, Thursday to come up another. Like, no. It just got no. posted early. Yeah, I was fully expecting them to be like, oh, wait, we want to have it done by the end of the year. So we have to have two this week. And we only got one. Um, I think we're back to our normal schedule on Thursday. We'll get an episode. Maybe we'll find out after this podcast. <laughs> Surprise. But I, I don't know. This, this is this has been a weird show. It's been a weird season, but it's important for the history of drag race because this is like literally nothing like this has ever happened. <laughs> right. And this is the experimental child where you're like, we're going to try weird things. And if it works, yeah. we'll put it on the other shows. If it doesn't, no one's going to see it um not no one's gonna see it you're right five people will see it (laughs) yeah it's Um, like two people will see it and review it on a podcast exactly but yeah this episode uh it really is one for the history books and we're gonna go through why it was so let's let, let let's just start um i suppose we just have to say the intro to the drag race is just a staple on this show at this point so after this intro and the title sequence and the previously on sequence it's finally showtime so where are we starting exactly? Well, we're going to go back to Untucked. Why? Well, we have a few things to set up. Unaired and uncut. Scout's favorite things. 
Uh, no, I love it when they air it. Well, we are reminded how pissed Ava is about the judge's comments about her being a truck driver. And then we watch Enorma having an outburst. Enorma is seen yelling at the production team. Divinity and Electra are just silent and stunned on the couches. We're heading now outside. We hear a bleep after bleep from Enorma as she's apparently verbally assaulting the production staff. Now, inside, Electra decides to speak and tells us that they signed a contract saying they have a certain behavior they are supposed to have while filming. Is this different than, like, our shows? It must Or be. have we reached a whole new level of unprofessionalism? I, well, one, I assume that they probably have different contracts over there anyways. Just right, in the sense different of, like, standards. What, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, I very much, like, I, like, I have it, I, I wrote it a few times down in my notes, but, like, I feel like this episode, like, weirdly, and, like, I don't even know if it was on purpose, but, like, very much, like, pulled the curtain back and, like, was, like, the man behind the curtain, like, very, like, Wizard of Oz, just uh, right. exposing it all, and I was like, oh, they're just kind of, and, oh, and I, I was then fully, it cuts. Yeah, I was the, fully like, waiting weird... for them to be, like, how much they make an episode. I, I was like, let's just share all the details why not um mm -hmm. but then they cut to that weird like oh, oh, oh yeah I'm, I, I'm like what the hell's going on this whole what what huh? yeah so now we're gonna have Electra pissed at Enorma for apparently lying about making her look while only putting together three strands of pearls fine she's also offended that she's making their art form look bad okay maybe Italian drag is really different than us this is this is like a normal Friday night at the at the queue this is what you do right. backstage um, but the breaking news so far is Miss LaQuisha saying, let Enorma leave for real this time. Like she did this morning. What did she do? She left. What does that mean? I know. I was very much like, can I get an explanation of that, please? LaQuisha believes that she should have already been kicked out for bad behavior. What is bad behavior? Like more, please. But then, oh baby, we get a screen with the typewriter font and the typewriter sounds telling us something. It reads, out of respect for the character of this show, production has decided to not show any further footage that is not appropriate for a competition like Drag Race. Production also reserves the right to take the appropriate measures in due course. What yeah, happened? The wonder, Tell the me! Was like, uh, so you can't put this, 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 and this in. <laughs> I want to know what happened. Did she fucking hit someone? Did she say something rude? Did she call someone's mother like uh, uh, uh what did she do i want to know like so a lot of what she's saying or like i feel like she has and i don't maybe it's again i don't know the language i don't know like what the like common like terminology and what the common like commonly used phrases are but it very much seems to me like she keeps calling people transvestites <laughs> yes that is a word that i'm not sure if it's the translation for us i'm assuming or... it's the translation but i'm also like did she just like was it like the equivalent of like if I was on Drag Race and walked around the workroom and was like, "You're a faggot! You're a faggot! You're a faggot!" Like, is that like yeah. the equivalent? Like, what did like? I don't. Uh, now listen, maybe? listen. There, there are things in Italy that we are going to discuss in this episode. They're a little uh, uncouth, um, but I, I don't know. I'm, I, I, I lost something. I missed something. And again, maybe the standards of practices in Italy are much different because they were bleeping things. We know on the World of Wonder airings, they don't bleep uh, anything out. You hear every single fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, there there was something we're missing here. And I'm waiting for someone to do an interview with Norma Jean because I need to know. Um, I mean, well, she posted on Instagram about like her, the situation and whatnot. Um, and fucking Tommaso like commented on it and stuff. So it'll be interesting to see if she does it's sure sit will. down with anyone. I wonder if she's well, allowed to. I know. Well, it doesn't really matter because she's still allowed to play most of this week. So last this week must was have like been the most uncomfortable like situation in the workroom. Like I know between like the last untucked and getting to the main stage. Like, yeah. well, on a positive note, last week I said, wouldn't it be cool if like they showed the winning look when they enter the workroom? And guess what they do? Divinity's really less cool star look was sitting right there when the girls walked in. So that's their way of celebrating the winner from the previous week. I think that's really cool. Do it for more shows. Wait, what happened? So when they walk in the workroom the next day, on the uh, left side of your screen, on the body form, is the uh, week's winner's look. So it was oh, Divinity's cool. um, blue dress. Oh. And the week before was uh, Norma's velvet whatever. I think that's cool. I think we should do it on all the shows. I mean, I still would have put Farida's blue dress on the... I, I mean, <laughs> we'll get to this again. But... We're also going to see Electra with her hair down. Uh, 80s rocker. I, I literally thought, so they were talking about like, oh, like I missed the workroom. And then they showed her with like all this hair. And I was like, has it been a month? Did they leave? I like yeah, fully uh, thought, I was like, where did she get all this hair? Honestly, sometimes this is how I feel about you, where you, where you just take your hair down and like, what happened? Where did that go? Oh, from? my favorite thing in the world is like when I've only worn baseball caps around people. And then I like, go to adjust it and I take it off and this full on foot of hair falls out and people are like, what the? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, as someone says, someone has to leave or the tension will get higher girl. Just you wait. <sighs> so they joke that Ivana is the only loser so far. They're a bit re- restless as it is week four and only one of them has gone. I mean, same. This yeah, is no, just the fact that crazy. one person has been eliminated. Stupid. Wild. Well, that terrifying alarm goes off and it's time to find out where Priscilla and her cum lips have to say. It's generic, but every time until she changes them, but it's very generic, but basically she says someone's going to be going home at any point. And then old Tommy boy arrives with daddy Priscilla. The girls have no idea what to expect. So Tommaso will ask them how they are with the dark divinity's answer. And I will quote it. I want to remind everyone I am quoting this. I like black men. No, 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 not okay. Wait. This is the same queen who dressed up as Beyonce. Oh, it is. I understand this is Italy and maybe things are a little different there, but y'all are bad racist people. It's, It's very strange. I don't. How do you deal with the dark? I like black men. That's no. No, and World of Wonder aired this on their main <coughs> streaming platform. I mean, to be fair, they spent six seasons saying, ooh, you got shemale. That's true. Well, Enorma tells us that she finds her husband's in the dark. Love um, the dark, a store by, by Enorma Jean. This is not related at all to the mini challenge. However, they, like, Enorma Jean, like, the whole, like, whatever, like, it was in this mini challenge that I finally got her name. 
Yeah, what is her name? You want to explain it because it took you this fucking long? I literally was like, oh my, wait a second. I literally was just like, was like, oh, it's just the name. It's like, she's big, she's tall, she picked a Norma, and then she was like, ah, whatever. Marilyn Monroe, sweetheart. Yeah, no, I get it now. Uh, I get it now. But like, literally, they were saying it and someone said her name and I was like, oh. Have you not watched smash and had uh let me be your star stuck in your head lyric well, so, for lyric ever so uh, i was literally just norma jean's say, gone she's moving like, on ever since i figured out what her name meant i've just been singing smash songs in my head yeah yeah there you go well Laquisha's norma gonna, jean's gone. she's moving on and norma jean's gone really but um, is gonna tell us queen of the universe season two everyone just so you know yeah please do laquisha's gonna tell us that she and i quote again the translation i quote is dark phobic she's scared of the dark no she's dark phobic that's what she's it said scared of the dark she's dark phobic and has not slept since she was born um so there are many challenges to put makeup on in the dark i thought this was like really funny they all think they're gonna oh, lose this their is a dignity. Great challenge. um let's see how they really know their face now i want you to do this challenge i really want you to do it in 10 minutes do it this weekend you have nothing else going on May- maybe getting railed i don't know I want you to try it this weekend. Turn the lights off. Put your makeup on. I want the result. I will do it. How do you Mm. think you will do? Uh, I think it'll be funny. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like, it takes me a long time to do my makeup. So, like, 10 minutes. 10 minutes minutes is all you get. That's all you get. So they're going to be judged by Michelle Magnani, the senior global artist of MAC Cosmetics. LaQuisha thinks perhaps this is a challenge she can win because she always wears the same face. And it can't be worse than normal. Bloop. <laughs> All right. So meanwhile, Electra has her face changed every two weeks by her surgeon. And I was like, that's a lot of work. <laughs> no. So we're, we go to another set and there is like this big box and inside are these infrared cameras to show us where the makeup is. Um, first up, we have Norma and Electra. They find their way to their stations. And while Michelle is trying to explain the must-haves of makeup, we just see Tommaso making the face when Norma puts mascara on. Like, I guess it was just really poorly applied. Yeah, no, they like really like, they really latched on to like her mascara specifically. And I was like, mm-hmm. she's in the dark, just like, trying to get anything on her face why is like i don't wonder why is this funny norma is putting on eyeliner and they're saying it's very punk um electra attempts to put eyelashes on but she's holding the glue backwards next up we have <laughs> farida and larish larish has a hard time doing her makeup with the lights on apparently but the trio say that larish has beautiful eyes and then once she hears that larish spends a couple moments just showing us how beautiful her eyes are through the infrared camera that we can't see her eyes. Um, but Farida, She's my pretty. favorite. She never said she was smart. Exactly. My favorite, Farida, speaking of not smart, has glued her eyes shut. Oh. I could not stop laughing at the idea of someone thinking that they're putting on liquid liner and then feeling it get tacky and slowly <laughs> just get stickier and stickier. And sitting in the dark thinking, what have I done? Do you think this was the moment that the producers were like, oh, maybe this part was not the good idea? Oh, it's, what do you mean not a good idea? That's fucking hilarious. The bitch glued her eyes shut. But if it stayed that way, 
she probably would have wound up with a nice paycheck. That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, Farida just went ham and she's like, let's just go camp. This this challenge is all about being camping. Yeah, that's exactly what I would do, though. It's like you have 10 minutes. You're in the dark. Like, just like take as much as you can to get it on your face. We have Laquisha and Ava next. And Laquisha is like she's walking into a scare house. She's actually terrified. So since she can't find anything, Tomasha is going to be like, I'm going to scare the crap out of her. Yeah, he and was... claims there is a spider on her. They were so rude to her. It was so funny, though. I couldn't tell if she actually believed him or if she was just like, well, I don't know. Oh, no, no, she believes So I'm going to ham it up for the camera. No, no, she believes it. I think she fully believes it. If you've noticed anything Laquisha does, she is very, like, genuine and sincere. She's just an over-the-top crazy human. Gotcha. Um, Laquisha uses a big brush for everything and forgets to do foundation until the end, to which she says that's the American way. (laughs) Baby. Huh. Tommaso calls time on these two, tells them to put their hands on the table, and like morons, neither of them put their hands on the table. They're, they've got a lot on their minds. Divinity is last, and she does not find a black man inside. Nor does she find the table, because she runs into the wall. Quite literally running into the wall. Mm-hmm. Um... Divinity seems to be doing well when she puts the makeup on until she's convinced she's touched by something. She is so spooked that she stands up and does her makeup standing until she thinks there's something there and it's scaring her. I was laughing so hard because she was like, they were like reacting to her being like, oh, ooh, ah, but then like, the whole time she's still sitting there like buffing out her eyes. At this point, this is a better extermination challenge than the crap we've seen on Dragula this season. Yeah, no, this is, this is, uh, it is, uh, I was going to say, very extermination-esque. With Divinity, it becomes a comedy of errors as she's trying to put lashes on. But we're going to head back into the workroom where the queens are all wearing those stupid funeral hats with the veils, and I guess it's time for an unveiling! <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Divinity is revealed first, and while she's a hooker doing makeup for the first time, it is not good. Very asymmetrical. And she also just had, like, eyeliner on. Like, I, yeah. I couldn't see anything else, like... Electra shows us that she is pretty damn perfect. Like those lips were kind of amazing. Um, when she like pulled her thing off, I was like, "You fucking kidding me?" Yeah, I was like, "Did they turn a light on for her?" Michelle's like, "The positions were correct." I was like, "Yeah, they were. The good job." Enorma thinks she's going to look like a kabuki performer, but in fact, she just looks like she is from the French Revolution with those Marie Antoinette lips. But how does she describe herself? She says she looks like a crossdresser yep always wrong larice will tell us that she mistook lash glue for eyeliner as well so she's finally able to see as her eye was paralyzed for five minutes she's going to tell us that she looks like her aunt pina on her way to sunday church and she also claims she did well because she has an advantage thanks to her miracle worker surgeon and i was like yeah those cheeks are very full um, so I was gonna say, like, as as much as I was like, oh, did they turn a light on for Electra? I was like, oh, although it's probably pretty easy to just follow where the plastic is. Mm-hmm. Plastic. She's like, that's um, bone, that's flesh, that's added. <laughs> Farida looks like a literal clown, and I appreciate that because um, she knew she would do. I would have one hundred percent just taken as much makeup as I could and packed it on my face. Like that's yeah. the whole point of this thing is to be like, all right, we're doing makeup in the dark, like. Yeah. 
Ava Make it look is like next, it. and she is a butch man, and that's there all there is, is to it. Like, look at that blending. No, no. Tomasa's like, you're very Bjork, and it's like, okay. They were, they were nice to Ava. I think Ava after being called a they, truck driver, they're like, we're not going to piss yeah, her off. Yeah, the production were like, so here's what you can't say to her anymore. Um, and finally, it's Laquisha, and well, that was a lot wonky lash there are literal black and blue bruised cheeks another fucking clown i was literally gonna say she bruised herself like she did bruise herself damn girl but she used that giant brush and like that's what's going to happen when you're trying to use color all over your face um the winner color the winner of the mini challenge is electric bionic do you agree three out of four yeah yeah that's three out of four is there a award for like most mini challenges in a season? Does she? Does she? Have Not it when yet? you've only been safe at the <laughs> end of the episode. That's true. Well, what does she win? The voiceover tells us she wins Mac Cosmetics. How fitting! Ha ha. So she's what won two sets of earrings and some makeup. That's some, those are some good prizes it, for a drag queen. That's that's the that's a bounty. Better right, than well, getting better than being a vegan who gets hamburgers. It's true. For this week's Maxi Challenge, they are going to take part in the most important challenge on Drag Race, Snatch Game. They think they're going to play Snatch Game, but they're going to play whatever game they played. They played something. (laughs) Um, As Tommaso says for the uncivilized at home, Snatch Game is when the girls have to impersonate the looks and personality of their favorite celebrity. And I was like, okay, that's fair. And that's where he left it. And then I understand what happened. I was like, oh, you really didn't know what you guys were doing, did you? I... Maybe they just, like, didn't have a way to, like, translate it to, like, the way they speak or just, like, the way their humor. Like, maybe they were just, like, all of them were, like, no, this isn't the way. Like, it won't be funny for us this way. I was very confused as to, like, how this all. Well, I don't know. We're going to get to it. But we have to do the prep before we get there. Um, The girls are getting ready. Farida's freaking out a bit. This is not in her wheelhouse. But Priscilla arrives to see how they're preparing. And finally, we're going to do a walkthrough at the right time of the episode, you know, before right. the actual challenge. So to help them out with their Snatch Game, Priscilla has brought in the king of Italian quick change artists and impersonators, Vincenzo De Lucia. I got to say, doing my research, this guy's good. He's very, very good at what he does. Also, he's got a massive underbite. <laughs> I didn't like it's him up. It's noticeable. Uh... Um, he does a lot of female characters. I couldn't find out if he was gay or if he's just one of those straight men who loves doing drag straight. and it's kind of... Um... Wait, straight men do drag? Yeah. Tootsie! Mrs. Doubtfire! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anymorphosis. Yeah, that's it. Uh, ah! Um... Ah! So, they're first going to visit Enorma Jean, who will be doing Rita Levi Montalcini. Are you familiar with her work? Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm, 100%. Yeah. Very intimately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know exactly was, who that is. She was a Nobel Prize winning neurobiologist. And that was a choice. Um, for Enorma, she's representing an immoral woman of her time. How will she make it funny? Don't worry. She's got it. It's okay. It's good. Um, very hilarious that the person who I have may have spent a good chunk of this season, like, calling people transvestites and stuff decided to choose a biologist right i like Marita. I, said, uh, I was like oh please don't make any jokes but no please no 
<laughs> jokes for snatching you not this one well, no not about biology Please, so no. for for rita she's not known for being funny but she's in crisis mode for this challenge she's going to be doing alessandra Celentano. she's a dancer and choreographer um that's basically as far as i understood this lady's work until we get to snatch game i was like oh okay um, Priscilla asked Vincenzo, how do you approach doing an impersonation? And he says that first you have to pick a character you like, and no. then know the character, know the story and focus on what to focus on. I literally screamed no at my screen. I was like, that's, I feel like that's just terrible advice for a snatch game to be like, oh, pick someone you like. I'm like, no. Could we, could Andrew, we imagine, you... could you imagine Scout's Honor doing Lady Gaga? Ah! No, but like the thing is, it's like when you pick someone that you like and you really admire, the nine times out of 10, you completely undersell it because you're way too worried about like your own relationship with that like celebrity and like how they might react. And like, you don't like, you're in your head about like, oh my God, I don't want to offend them, blah, 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 which like that's the fucking name of the game is exactly. to be funny. So like, I don't know, telling people to pick someone you like is just like, apparently they've not watched Rue's version advice. of the show. It's, ugh. Larish and her big titties will be taken on Valeria Marini. She is an Italian actress and showgirl who has also appeared on countless reality shows, including skating with celebrities and celebrity big brother. Larish wants to take a risk. And while her character may look like her, she will have an accent, which was lost on me, but at least the muscle queen will be curvy. Ayo. Well, Vincenzo says that there have been a lot of impersonations of Valeria, so she needs to find a unique approach. Um, cool. I mean, Over with the yeah, go ahead. It, the name of the game is just like be funny. Like I don't know, it's just like weird advice. I feel. Listen, listen here. No, no, no. I agree with the advice of do your own approach because sometimes when you fucking steal someone's jokes and gimmicks, you still end up winning snatch game when the impersonators in the fucking room, Vivaldi. What? Oh. Literally did the Nikki Plesson that the bitch does who was on the panel. Literally Funny. did the jokes. Whatever. With Divinity, she will be doing a trap, according to Vincenzo. To us, no idea. Didn't get it. But she's doing Belen Rodriguez, who is an Argentinian model. Vincenzo again tells her to do it differently than the public has seen her, as it's been done many times before. Electra has taken on Francesca Cipri Cipriani, who is an Italian television host. Electra will be going into her mind and be more loaded. And Priscilla says, just be convincing. And finally, no, well, well, Laquisha Labamba. Yeah, she's next. And then Chandra was like, what is that name? He's intrigued. And I'm lost. What, what are we missing about her name? What is, this is not the first time people are intrigued by her name. I have no idea. I, I, but also I'm lost on. a lot on, of syllables, maybe. Maybe. Uh, what I'm also lost on like is, yeah, um, Vincenzo is going to um, adopt a voice and you and play with the boa. And I was like, this is weird and I don't like it. There were so many moments in this episode where I was like, well, what's happening? Yeah. What well, anyway, Laquisha will be doing a twerker not named Miley. It is the Italian named Elettra Lamborghini. She's a singer and actress and very slutty. And it was a judge on The Voice of Italy. Her last name's Lamborghini. Does that mean she's part of the Lamborghini company? Lamborghini. If so, can I have one? Roll up in a pink bikini? Or, wait, no. 
So Vincenzo tells you that she has a character that has a lot of potential for comedy and Laquisha will be focusing on how nice she is and her self-deprecating humor and how down to earth she is. So basically they're just the same. She's just like her. I'm fine with that. Now Ava will be doing double. She will be taking on the Kessler twins who were entertainers from the 50s and 60s who traveled throughout Europe. Ava will be ready to put on a show and Vincenzo reminds her to take on two characters in different ways. And then it got me thinking, why has no one done the Olsen twins? That's funny. <laughs> Mostly because I don't have a personality. But that's funny. I mean, it is funny, but like, I just, I think it's funny. It's a funny idea. I just feel like executing it might be more difficult than one would expect. And I could easily see it going down the route of Trixie's RuPaul. <laughs> and it'd be, you know, like, the person mm-hmm. being like, oh, this is this is the joke right here and saying it and then being like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Well, Priscilla and Vincenzo will leave and eventually he's going to return in a way you won't recognize. But like Candace, Snatch Game, uh, Candace Drag Race, Snatch Game is going to get a red carpet moment with the queens getting to showcase the full body of their celebrities because sometimes they're not wearing full costumes. Like when Kay Scott Claus didn't realize she was actually going to stand up and she's like, oh, Fuck, what am I wearing? <laughs> um, anyway. I, wish they would, I wish they would do this on all of this. I agree. Stuff. It's so fun. Ava as Alice and Ellen Kessler dances around the red carpet. Farida has a riding crop, and I would not be surprised if she has been on the receiving end of it before. Lorish as Valeria is taking selfies. Divinity's Belen showcase that she may or may not have a mini tuck. Um, aside from giant tits, there is no change to Electra's drag. In a shocking turn of events, Norma has brought us characters characterization as Rita Levi Montesini, um, like full on cracking and stumbling like an old lady. And I was like, this is funny. Oh, she was committed to the bit. Yeah, like, it, it was good. Committed to the bit. Fully. Beat, the beat was very well done. Um, I yeah, I actually paused it. Um and just just to like take a look at her paints, I was like, this is really yeah. good. And like, Laquisha is just being herself old. now in leopard print and leather chaps. She had a hat on. All right, the hat too. All right, so Drag Race Italia said we have to do Snatch Game, but we don't really know the rules or how to truly play it. So we're going to make our own version. First off, they put Snatch Game on the main stage I, set. The first like wide shot, I was like, oh. They're on the. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the main stage. Second, Tommaso will host and not Priscilla. I think I can understand Priscilla being like, I do this a lot, and you also have these skills, and I would rather just sit there. Like, I don't know. Like, she's got every episode to be in full drag, walking on the main stage, like presenting literally everything. I can see her being like, oh, you want to. You want to do all the work for this episode? Sure, have fun. Yeah. Like, well, bye-bye. third, third, third weird thing. Um, we're just openly calling our host here Mariano because Mariano is Priscilla out of drag. But they're like openly like forgetting that this is Priscilla. This, this Mariano. Everything was Mariano. I was like, I'm uncomfortable. They call RuPaul I know out of drag. RuPaul. Fuck off. You don't have a problem with that. RuPaul Charles. <laughs> you don't say RuPaul Charles. I would just yeah, get a reaction. Would. Is there something on my face? Now, Miss um, Charles. 
Priscilla slash Mariano and Kiara will be our contestants. Fine. But you think the Snatch Game couldn't get any weirder. Oh, oh you're oh wrong. It God. It right out the gate. Vincenzo arrives in drag as television host Barbara D'Urso. First off, this was just a set for Vincenzo to go ham and do impersonation. Like, full-on sketch comedy. Like, this is when the guest is best impersonating during Snatch Game and you're making everyone else look terrible. I literally, like, my only, like, first of all, most of what Vincenzo was doing, I was literally like, what the fuck is this? Like, you like, are this is his most well-known character. I'm like, you are not a contestant. You are not a judge. You are literally just here as like a guest, but then like you're taking all of the impersonation, like mm-hmm. gags and attention and whatnot away from the... If I was one of the girls, I would have... They would have had yeah. some faces from me. Well, but what happened was like, you want to say, fine, Tommaso, do this. Tommaso and Kiara could not keep a fucking straight face during in all of his jokes. They were gone. And the Queens also broke character because it was so funny. Yeah, like I'm no, sure was... if you understood the character and the humor, you would have been on the floor laughing. Oh yeah, it was funny. I just thought it was a weird time to do it. It was so terrible, absolutely terrible. Um, all but I gotta say it. There was a if, if, when you did the spotlight right on Vincenzo, um, that was a season one filter because when they pulled out of the onto the wide shot, you're like, oh, you look different. There, you are yeah. softening that face because you don't actually do full drag. <laughs> that's funny all right and it's time to meet our celebrities enorma azarita has everyone laughing at her shaky voice but i couldn't tell you what they're actually laughing about i don't know it was funny. I, I, she, um she, she was losing it laughing and yeah. i was literally just like what's happened what, what, yeah what i meant electra as francesca just get, jiggled her titties which jiggle them titties mm-hmm. wins challenges Div- it sure does. Divinity as Belen had a completely indistinguishable accent. Even if I spoke Italian, I would have no idea what was coming out of her mouth. There was a lot happening and somehow also nothing happening. Yeah. So we're going to learn that Florida's Alessandra makes boys cry, which checks out. But just looking at her made Kiara laugh. Like the room is silent except for Kiara laughing. Yeah. Please tell me what drug she's on. Uh, she seems like the kind of person I want to party with. Oh, Absolutely. She seems like a good fucking time. Absolutely. Um, like, you know what? I'm going to put her, say it right now. Put her on Celebrity Drag Race. Oh, please. <laughs> please. Um, so, Electra is apparently a friend of Tommaso's, and Laquisha is just hyper- um, like she, was... she forgot to take her down or she is slamming the table. She's going, ha ha ha, calm it girl. Yeah, no, she was, uh, she was at an 11 right out the gate. Mm-hmm. Like immediately it was just like, what? Now we get uh, to Ava and her twins. While they look great, the concept was just lost. That wig though is the best wig she's worn all season. Like the stones. Mm, she looks fantastic. She looked fantastic. But I will say the most confusing part of her little intro, again, could have been lost in translation, was her telling us that you can dance in Italian. I don't know what yeah. that means. But apparently the, it, it, her version of the Tarantella was the single ladies dance. <laughs> I was like, that's not the Tarantella, but go off. Good for you, girl. 
And finally, we have Larissa's Valeria, who is on the phone, and there is a giant birthmark on her tit. And I was like, oh, you you paid attention to detail. Yeah. That was, it <laughs> you, was you went there. Funny right off the bat for me. Um, so the game begins, and well, the points don't matter. Apparently, neither do the rules, because Tommaso is going to ask the judges a question. Both of the judges. They will answer. Both of the judges. And then <laughs> the queens will give their answer. Not to match the judges, but how they would answer the question. Make it make sense. What is happening? What hell am I living in? I just like don't like I, there must have been like it must have been an active choice. Like it must have been a conversation with World of Wonder. Like I cannot imagine that they just like filmed this and didn't have anyone from World of Wonder involved being like, okay, here's how Snatch Game works. Like it must have been there must have been something with like maybe the humor wasn't going to translate maybe they just like didn't think it would actually like go well but I, it What's seems like it so would be easy enough to put a blank in a answer. sentence I, yeah I, but i'm saying like i'm what i'm wondering is if it's like the structure of like you know like silly sally is so silly that she blinks when she like that thing like i'm wondering if maybe there was just no way like no way for them to translate it where they thought it would like still be funny and also like fit the theme so they're just kind of like all right we're just gonna pair this but down all the questions like... still would have fit the format yeah, yeah. it was snatch game uh, again it was very much like i didn't understand a lot of the decisions that it were was made. so were made. weird it was it, it felt like i was in a surreal dream like i was like this is i know where i am but i don't know where i am yeah no it was i again i, I i've watched this episode twice now and i still don't know what the fuck happened all right. Well, question one is, what would your personal hashtag be? Scout Sonner, I want to know what your personal hashtag would be. Ooh, I should have thought about this because I yeah, probably should have guessed that you were going to ask me this. Oh, my goodness. Um, I don't know. I'm like, I would be so bad at Snatch Game because I would be like literally Clearly. shitting my pants. And then yeah. I would be like, uh, uh, uh. It would, it would we gotta work that. on your Amber Riley. <laughs> not my Amber Riley. No, I meant to say <laughs> Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so um, first off, Kiara's gonna ask if she has to write it down. I'm like, okay, so you really don't know what's going on. You've not been explaining the rules. And he's like, yeah, write it down. What a mess. Before we get to the answers, though, Barbara de Orsi puts her talk show back on. And we're still waiting for this link to pop up. Um, I don't know. It was a mess. Kiara is back, and her answer ends up being in English, you R.I.P. me R.I.P. I don't get it. I thought oh, I thought no, I thought it was you R.I.P. me VIP. On the bot on the subtitles it said R.I.P. Oh, did the subtitle I I was I didn't actually I saw the oh, card okay. and I think the card said okay. I was good. U R I P me V I P. Okay, that's funny. That makes that's yeah. okay. I get that now. Okay, subtitles yeah. you got you failed there. Um Priscilla's couldn't fucking tell you what that one was. Nope. No, nothing. 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 All right, so we're gonna go to Rita who asked her assistants what a hashtag was, and then she's fixing her dentures. So the denture bit is, I laughed like it was very it funny. was really she, she was selling it like mm -hmm. her hashtag was modern grandma. Um cool. very weirdly, like they were like she said the whole like no no whatever, 
And then I was like, wasn't that the word that was on all the boxes in the first episode that they just yeah, like, actually chose not to say? But then like, but like when they went through those boxes, like Electra never just said like, oh, like Nona Sophia goes to this person. Nona, but they like seemed yeah. like they actively avoided trying to say the word Nona. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, no, it's now it's yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Francesca says hashtag hottie among the naughties. And I was like, that's Scout's uh, hashtag. Yeah, that's me. I'm so pretty. Um, Belen. But what if I'm also with... naughty? That's true. Uh, Belen goes with naughty little butterfly, and we almost got a dick slip. I literally was like, Mary, what are you wearing anything underneath your belly button? Nothing. There's nothing. She there. had to hold that little piece of fabric mm-hmm. down. Yes, she, did. she stood up, and her brain went, Yo, hey, hey. She yep. felt a breeze somewhere. She wasn't supposed to feel it. Next up with the maestra, uh, she is ready to whip and says, a, d- a dance is a. Um, and then we're going on to this kicking tangent. And at least she was committed as well. Farida was committed, even though it really wasn't translating to comedy, but she stayed in character. I, I mean, what Farida was doing, I could like, yeah, I know what you're saying. It's like, I could tell that the judges were like buying it. Because every yeah. time she would do something, like you could hear, hear our laugh. You could see them kind of like looking at each other and whatnot. And so it's like, whatever she's doing is working. I don't know what it is, but it's working. Um, Electra turn and like Laquisha just goes on a tangent, but it's kind of funny. But her answer is hashtag my ass is real. Cool. It's funny. Yeah. The Castor twins are literally the same unless Ava changed her name card. We have no idea who we're talking to. But she says hashtag with apples, and it's just not funny because I didn't get the joke. Then there's something about nuts, which is panoli, and I love panoli nuts. Do you like panoli nuts? They're very good. I've never had them. Oh, they're really good. They're Italian. Um, yeah. Anyway, no idea what Ava Hangara was doing. Ava looked, thank God she looked so pretty. Absolutely. That's all I got. Finally, <laughs> Valeria apparently invented hashtags, so there's that. And hers is hashtag star kisses, which apparently is, I guess, one of her phrases or whatever but i was like wow larice is actually very quick so this is this has been the first episode that i've watched where larice has like fully lived up to everything i was expecting from her absolutely like we we both were very excited for her before Mm -hmm. the season and she's just like she hasn't done poorly but she hasn't stood out at all and it was like as she went through this one it was like She's in, she's in like the zone right now. And she's like, this is, I have no idea what she's saying, but I know that this is like. Absolutely. Very good. The second question is, if you made a cocktail, what is your secret ingredient? What is your secret ingredient if you made a cocktail? Love juice. All right. Kiara says carbs because she needed something heavy to knock her down. (laughs) I was like, oh, so are we, is this a drug now? Are we making a drug reference? I get what we're saying here, but oof. After, after Electra's um, to be fair, friends out. To be fair, it probably takes about one good smell of vodka to get tiny little Kiara drunk. So, Absolutely. Um, she like walks still- past an open bottle of vodka and starts stumbling. <laughs> yep. Priscilla Mariano says a second cocktail. So not good. This is why we should have had um, Priscilla as the host, because not good at giving answers. I mean, maybe that's maybe she knew that she wouldn't be funny as the host either. So she was just like, all right, let me just give answers. Are you telling me that Rue and Brooklyn Heights are funny as the hosts of Snatch Game? 
I'm they are the funniest options available. Okay, okay. Um, I'm not saying that anyone is funny. I'm just saying you have to pick your funniest. You, you got to put your strong suit forward. And fair, fair. I I do not ever want to experience the day that the hilarious Ross Matthews hosts Snatch Game. Like, Why please. Not? He was a panelist once, and that's true. That was enough. I I see. I listen. I want Alan Carr to do Snatch Game. Oh, that'd be fun. I also want to be Alan Carr for Snatch Game. So I'm just putting it out there. I am going to be the Alan Carr impersonator. That would be funny. Um, So easy to do. I do agree that particularly, I mean, obviously this is Italia or whatever, like UK, like RuPaul hosting Snatch Game in UK and and Down Under makes 0.0000000 sense. Yeah. Mm Because this bitch does not get the jokes. And if the game name of the game is make RuPaul laugh, but she doesn't know what's funny then how do you make RuPaul laugh exactly all right well let's hear what the panelists had to say uh Rita is trying to refill her pen that she didn't know how to ink inside of it I was like oh we're going full bundle of creme here I'm actually kind of enjoying it yeah um her she's ready for snatch game absolutely her ingredient is chicken broth I was like gross maybe it's uh maybe it's a little pick me up you know after you've been sick maybe uh, Francesca says collagen ice cream. Collagen. Belen says kukazoro and artichokes. And again, I'm lost. What is happening? What? 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 What's the? What are we playing here? Playing uh, something that once resembled snatch game. Yeah. The maestro says the world of dance knows. So this must have been a thing the maestro was known for. Yeah. I, I don't know. Over my head. Um, Aletra, she says soy milk because she doesn't drink. And then we immediately cut to Barbara, who was talking about Aletra, who was an avid soy milk drinker, who then grew a beard. I was like, oh, so you're now taking the spotlight away from the queens. So this was the moment where I was like, they would have had a shot of me at that panel being like, what the fuck is happening? Like, mm-hmm. if, if, if you wanted her to be on snatch game you could have cast her on the show right like why right. is she here i would have been well, very mad yeah but ellen there was kessler. Like an impersonation person doing a bit there mm-hmm. ellen kessler not alice kessler says alcohol okay so she just missed the point of this game she doesn't uh, know what she's playing here so this very this very much felt feels like one of those snatch games where they she thought she put her best foot forward and very quickly into the Snatch Game realized it was not translating the way she thought it was. And then she was always like a minute behind. Mm-hmm. Like she was always just like overthinking everything and then just got so literal. Yeah. Like so, so literal. <laughs> well, once again, Barbara interjects and asks why they don't wax their armpits in Germany. And at least Ava was quick here and said they're ladies of a different time. So she was at least able to banter there. So I would have appreciated it more if she had been doing that more, right? Like setting the girls up to like, right? If so like you're going to like set it so they can spike it, good. But if you're just going to sit but here, here's jokes, my theory. Here's my theory. I guess when they maybe did the rehearsal or whatever, when they had Tommaso doing it with like the interns, Tommaso couldn't lobby back. So they needed to have Barbara... Uh, Vincenzo as Barbara there to like make the comedy happen. 
That's um, really funny that all three of them, like I'm picturing Priscilla, Tommaso, and Chiara sitting in a room being like, I'm not funny, are you funny? No, I'm not funny. But like they should have just had Vincenzo do it. They should have yeah, had no, no, Vincenzo no. host it. Yes, 100%. They should have just, it was very like Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. Finally, Valeria goes off on a tangent with Barbara, and I wish I understood what was happening, but Valeria finally gives the answer of tequila because how secret is that? But next she does her boom, boom dance, and apparently everyone dances along, and I was like, I want out of this. Please take me out of here. This this is the point where I was literally, like, I have, like, three notes in a row that literally are just, like, they just say, this is wrong? Yeah. What is happening? Is it over yet? <laughs> no. Yeah, one more question. Uh, what is now this is I'm going to say it right now I was confused here what the actual question was was it what is their name in Tommaso's context or what is Tommaso's name in their context I also because it was a little confusing. I think the judges had it one way and the contestants had it the other I so I got very anyone, confused I don't think anyone knew what was going on this episode until production sat down to edit it yeah so Kiara says 69 because those numbers have always given him hope. Okay, that would be what he is in her phone. Um, Priscilla says, don't answer. Okay, funny. Another way what he would be in Priscilla's phone. Rita gives a math equation. I don't know if it was accurate, but it looks fancy. Oh, it was really, I thought it was hilarious. She just like held it up and like yeah. pointed it. It was, I thought it was funny. I thought it was, I was hilarious. Like, what is this bitch doing? <laughs> um francesca says warrior why because when she is going uh she will be francesca the eight as she grasps her boobs i i'm assuming that this is like like i'm assuming it must be something similar to like if i were to do a jocelyn fox impersonation and go want want you know and like if you get it you get it if you don't you Mm -hmm. don't you know but i was very much like they seem to be buying it yeah good for electro Belen asks if it's if he's the paparazzi. He says no, so she says then she wouldn't have his number. Serviceable <laughs> answer. It was yeah, I, I thought it was. Funny. Um, the maestra says principal. It's also her username on certain websites. She now tells us that she likes to humiliate and sodomize her slaves. So clearly, Tommaso is on board for that. Yeah, Tommaso. Tommaso had to adjust his pants after that one. Yep. Uh, Electra says Peach Queen. Is it a butt thing? I don't know. Uh, the Kesslers are having an identity crisis and ran out of time and wrote nothing. And Valeria says the title of her latest single. And that's it. That's the end of the show. show. Barbara says they run out of time. She walks out and they're all left there sitting like, what do we do now? And then it just cut. Um, <laughs> I will also say, I meant to say this when we first started talking about it, but Lucuisha picking a character whose name is Electra when there is a girl named Electra in the competition. If I were Electra, I would have kept looking. I would have been like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. Oh, no, I'm Francesca right now, not Electra. Like, so funny to like um, a very similar, very, I mean, not the same, but like Roxy doing Alaska. Like, right. how did Alaska not react to the word Alaska? <laughs> right. Um, for us Americans, this is probably the worst Snatch game we've ever viewed. For the Italians, they're like, this was amazing, maybe. I don't know. If you are Italian or speak Italian, watch the show and love it, please tell us what happened. I really want to know. I will say, like, even, like, so Snatch Game, 
outside of like U.S. Snatch Game, it's like difficult to critique because like look, we're both very much like right, like we don't know Italian humor, we don't know the references, right. so like it, you know, like it very well may have been funny. It may like uh, maybe like I got what the edit told me, you know, because I didn't have anything else. Um, I will also say, I think that we are at the point where we can just. We don't have to get rid of Snatch Game, but we can make it something else. Or I don't or, like, or we work with the contestants on better Snatch Game choices. Yeah, let's, like let, something let me, let needs me work to on a, Let me work on a, a, a school. We'll call it Drag U. Um, I'll, one Not of the classes you. you can take <laughs> Ooh, is that Snatch really was Game. a rough spot. Yeah, we, we, work with me. Let, let's work but, on improv. Let's work on characterization. Let's figure out how to pick an actual character for Snatch Game. But I also think it's just one of those things now where it's like, it's just so like, it's very much like the snake is starting to eat its own tail. It's just the novelty we've had has ran out. So many impersonations. We've had so many snatch games. We've had and yet some there are snatch icons games. we've never had. There are exactly, still icons right. we've never had. But I think like also it's just weird because you have like some snatch games where there's like six or seven really great performances and like a couple of boogers, and you have other snatch games where there's literally not a single good performance. <laughs> you know, so it's like there just needs to be some sort of equalizer on the snatch game at this point, because right now it's just this, like, it's like a staple that is very much just like, Oh, we do it because we do it. I, I really think it, there are, there are, yes, it's a staple. We, we've now, the newest staple of the show is there's going to be a song challenge. You better come in with lyrics in a book that you are going to be able to adapt to whatever the song is. I think we've already passed the point of you have to come into the, drag race with the character fully realized but whoever is guiding these queens before they get to the show or making their audition tapes they need help they, they need better choices now i'm not naming names i have a good couple good friends who've asked me for advice for their snatch game characters and mm -hmm. i've told them my <clears throat> advice they still not listen to it and they're picking characters that they never be able to do and then they haven't been on the show yet but i fear yeah. should they get on the show they're going to bomb. They're going to bomb real bad because there is a difference between looking like someone and characterizing someone. You can hate mm -hmm. SNL all you want, but that's how you do an impression. That's how you do a, a parody of someone. Yeah. So I think we really, it, it, it's more of doing the homework. It's, it's doing the homework of what will make a good Snatch Game character because I'm tired of seeing influencers as characters. They're not, they're not funny. Yeah, I think, but on the same hand of that, like my kind of critique of like, I, I just like, I don't know. I think there needs to like, which I don't know, maybe we're just getting close to the end of Drag Race and that, you know, it's like, it will just have Snatch Game until there isn't Drag Race anymore, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think like, just kind of part of the magic of Drag Race that has kind of been lost with all these seasons is very much like it's turned into a formula, right? People come in, they like do certain things. And I think like, look at Gigi Good, right? She came in in the four challenges she won, the ball, the rusical snatch game, and the songwriting challenges are the four challenges she knew she was going to have to do. So exactly. it's like, you're getting to a point where it's like, the like smart people should, like queens should be looking at the show and being like, what am I almost 100% gonna, gonna have to do when I go here? But they don't. And I, I don't agree. understand it. I agree. And it just makes it so like, almost boring 
Right. And this is what I'm saying. I'm not saying like, like I want this to be my new career, but hire people like me who watch all of these shows and hire us as a consultant. Let us consult you. Let us guide you to what you need to be doing. I'm not going to be the one teaching you how to sew, but I'm going to tell you, these are five people who do know how to sew. They're going to teach you how to make a pattern to bring with you for the show. Like these are the things we are, we've gotten to. You need to prepare yourself. I'm sorry. I'm going to make the reference. It's just like going on Survivor. If you're going to go on Survivor, mm-hmm. you better learn how to make a fucking fire. And if you don't know how to make a fire, do not go on Survivor. Scout's probably more more prepared for Survivor than Drag Race, honestly. Listen, I would watch that show. Uh, I would. That, that I would, would watch be very entertaining. Day I would five, be way more entertaining on Survivor. Day five, Survivor Scout Sonner has an emotional breakdown because he pit, she pissed off the entire tribe uh, because Scout Sonner was like, I can do it all. And the tribe calls her too moody and too much of a uh, leader. And like, let's get Scout out. Uh, I'm I'm the bitch who walks back to the campsite and pours all our rice on the fire and says, we're starving, all of us. Mm-hmm. You may be yeah, mad for five seconds. Yeah, we're all going to starve. Yeah. Jeff's going to look at me like this crazy bitch. Yep. All right. You know, what? another day has begun. And these bitches are still wearing the same clothes as previous episodes. Do they not have a lot of clothes? Are they filming it in a day? I don't know what's happening. Um, maybe LaQuisha just doesn't shower. Ava has only like one Italian mobster blouse. I don't know, but it's getting repetitive. The queens are going to get ready and Larish is feeling like something's going to happen. So we're going to start going back to last week. Enorma admits that she lost her cool and says she's not used to working in groups and she's feeling the pressure emotionally. We cut once again to the untucked footage where she is screaming at producers. She comes back and says she came here thinking it was a competition and she's just freaking out on them and the team. She apologizes as it wasn't a nice display. Larry says that sometimes she's too disrespectful to the person in front of her. Norma then says that the comment of her dress was a personal attack and that's when things escalated. Everyone ganged up on her in her mind. Yeah, she was being attacked but Farida's like no one was fighting with you yeah i'm on i'm i'm 100 like farida is me i'm farida i'm like baby doll this is on your head yeah like you've you're just worked up and you're starting to project so when norma's gonna be like a personal opinion can be delivered nicely and politely instead you all came to attack me and i was like because you fucking attack them. I was going to say, because you're screaming at all of them, calling them children, saying that you're better than them and that you shouldn't be in the same room as them. Like, mm-hmm. Well, Divinity is going to have an opinion now. She thinks her behavior was over the top, like always. She believes that though Ava has a sense of humor when she's getting upset, she at least is doing it okay and not as rudely. But she does go on to say that if... Ava's character is about maintaining a sense of male quality. She should not have been offended by the truck driver comment. Thank you, Divinity. Like your her whole bit is like, oh yeah, like finally Drag Race has a girl with arm hair. Blah blah blah. Like if you're gonna lean into it, baby, you better be ready for everyone else to. Yeah. Like, and Ava says she freaks out because she is a person who got gets torn between being self-deprecating and sensitive, uh, and and claims it's because she is Sardinian. <laughs> she is Sardinian. <laughs> Ava knows that she was absolutely wrong and her reaction was over the top. Enorma is going to call out Laquisha, who believes she shouldn't, should be thrown out of the competition. Apparently, this is something she said earlier that morning. Yeah. She says that um, if you behave badly and don't follow the rules, you should be punished. And Enorma is like, what if it were Divinity? And Laquisha says, I'd say the same thing. 
That's because it doesn't matter who's who who got would have gotten eliminated over this. Like it's it's a stronger competitor than Lucretia, no matter what. Right. Like Electra she's not says, exactly at the top of the totem pole in this in this room. Well, Electra says that she hopes something will be done, whether it's just Norma or Ava or both. They are a group. Something has to be addressed. Norma. I also yeah. want to say that I love a workroom apology tour. I oh. love a like image rehab. Like the girl walks in the room, and from the second she walks in, you can see like the wheels spinning behind her head. Like a Norma walked into the back of that group, being like, "All right, I gotta like, I gotta talk about it. I guess like we're all gonna start talking." All right. so she was like, "You could see her." She was like, "What am I gonna say to this bitch? What am I gonna say to this bitch?" Well, if that's something love you it. enjoy, if you'll enjoy that, you're gonna love the Dragula reunion. <laughs> what a fucking joke i'm sorry uh, i'm excited well enorma apparently was taught better so she apologizes to her parents who taught her better enorma says that if they gave her a fighting chance she's going she's not going anywhere she's going to be here all right mm-hmm. so we've had priscilla finally in drag on the runway looking incredible i mean that green gown that blonde swirby <laughs> up to i'm loving it the transition was another one of those very weirdly edited things where it was like drama over like very slow mm-hmm. motion shots of like eye makeup appliance. Like it's very, very like weird the way they cut out of scenes. <laughs> yeah. So on the panel, we have Chiara Francini, who is giving us a little Victor Victoria. Uh, Tommaso Zorzi, who is giving us Homa with greasy hair. We have two guests. We have Donatella Rattori, who is an Italian singer who was clearly stuck in the 80s. And we have TV's Giancarlo Camare, whose shirt was stuck in the 90s. Hi, Giancarlo I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't I, mind sticking it in him. Gian, Giancarlo, I'm, I'm free on Saturday if you're not doing anything. Um, wow, hi. he was sexy. He was very handsome. They've, they cut to him and I was like, oh, hi. Yeah. Oh, hello. Well, after Priscilla finishes her intro, we take a quick trip backstage where we see the queens waiting to walk the runway. So I was like, oh, we've never seen this before. So this is another part of the, I was like, we got a whole behind the scenes tour mm-hmm. this episode. We head back to Priscilla, who says that she has to, she has an announcement. She calls Abahangara and Norma Jean to the stage. Upon arrival, Priscilla gives them a speech about the beginning of the LGBTQ plus movement, how drag queens have distinguished themselves as role models. She says they have a duty and being a part of Drag Race Italia is a great honor which comes with responsibilities. Chiara chimes in and says that Drag Race has a strict audience that is hyper-connected to the family ideal reflecting the extended LGBTQ plus family. She says it's an audience who sees their existence represented in the show. Drag Race means community with a sense of perspective and belonging. What does Tommaso have to say? Apparently nothing. <laughs> um, so I think Tomato's on the other side of this. Tomato's like, this is reality TV. Tomato's like, this is reality TV and they're being emotional and this is what we wanted for to make good TV anyway. So why are we going to like, Tomato sees this, like I I can see the two sides of this, right? Is very much Priscilla and Kiara being like, we can't let this happen because in the future it'll set a precedent and these girls are going to come in here wilding. Um, Whereas... John Carlos saw it as the opposite of being like, well, if we punish them for reacting to what's happening, then the girls in the future seasons are going to come in and be like, well, I can't be emotional. I can't react. Like, I see both sides of it. Priscilla tells um, Ava that since the beginning, the Drag Race Italia family has loved that she's a queen that wants to fight for any, any gender stereotypes that society imposes. 
They don't want her to change who she is, but they ask her to take more risks on stage. She tells Norma that they are conveying an important generation message at Drag Race Italia. She has shared her story and they are thankful for that. But the judges' opinions were final. It's fine to disagree with them, but their dissent, their dissent crossed the line. They were embarrassed and ashamed by their actions in Untucked and cannot tolerate violent behavior, which overrides the basic rules of behavior and common sense. They cannot allow those who should be candidates for Italy's next drag superstar to cross the boundaries of respect, whether towards their colleagues, judges, production team, or the audience. For this reason, they will be taking this, this disciplinary action. I thought Shit. this was so funny because they spent one, they spent way too long lecturing these two grown men. It's like, like they were called down to the it's principal's been, office. It's been days since this incident happened. Like, you, and you've called them both on stage in their runway looks. Like, you know, they couldn't do it until now because they could not have a five person snatch game. Well, yeah, I understand that. Yes, I get that. However, like, the fact that like they were just standing there on the stage while like both Priscilla and Kiara like were just like it was just a lot like yeah. had I been in that situation I probably would have rolled my eyes because I was I would have been like yeah I get it I fucking get it like we were loud just tell us what we need to fucking do like could you imagine if this was the rules on the regular show no one would survive there wouldn't be a also, show very funny that they spent so long being like drag is about community drag is about connecting with each other now we're going to make you lip sync against each other and one of you isn't going to survive yep. so they have chosen to disqualify them but decided to give them a second chance they will lip sync for their literal lives to champion by rupaul and fight for their spot on the show whoever wins will take part in the runway but they are not automatically safe from the lip sync for their life later on interesting song choice Lucian getting his first check from World of Wonder in a few minutes <laughs> next month. Um, yeah, so the losers automatically expelled must leave. But before the lip sync starts, the girls backstage are who are watching this on a monitor think Ava is gone, but Laquisha's like, you never know. I thought it was hilarious that they were all immediately like, oh, they have to lip sync against each other? Bye, Ava. They were all, they wrote that bitch off immediately. They heard the word lip sync and they were like, hmm, poor Ava. It was nice knowing her. The song starts, Ava dropped that hood and she knew English and she's like, here, I'm showcasing chest. She did. Enorma was... really seemed completely defeated. Yeah. She gave some passion, but this was just completely out of her wheelhouse. Whether it was the song, the English, or just knowing what you were just reprimanded for. I also, I think also after that whole thing, like from at least what I got gathered from the edit, they seemed to be a lot nicer to Ava or Ava than they were in Norma. They were basically mm -hmm. just kind of like, oh, like we understand that what you we said to you, Ava, was like it kind of upset you, but like you just have to deal with it. And then, like when they talked to Norma, they were like, you offended the sensibilities of an entire fandom. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ava won the lip sync when she busted out those breakdancing moves. I was like, oh, oh, oh you go off. And then officially, officially won when Enorma literally presented Ava in the line, you're a champion. Like, directed it right to her. Um, Priscilla sends the girls backstage to wait. After they are all called back, Priscilla tells them that she understands what they're feeling. She knows that making it to this stage is every drag queen's dream. Her comments are tough, but she expects them to have the best of the world of 
expects the best of them. In the end, she is sending a Norma Jean home. Abba Hungar will remain for now. Now, I have to say, when they cut backstage and the queens are silently cheering and clapping for Norma to leave, I was like, why you hate this bitch so much? I mean, I think at this point, they're all just, like, happy to see her out of the workroom. Like, that's a negative energy that, like, is not, like, you, I think at that point, you really, it's very obvious, like, it's not going to be fixed by the time we leave this, this like, studio. How like, please get it out of How toxic was she? How toxic was she? Because we, I mean, she we walked were... in. Every single shot of them were walking in the workroom this episode. Norma was very clearly at the back, not talking to anyone. She was yep. last into the workroom. She was talking to people because she had to, to like make TV. But I was very like, I don't know, the whole time I was like, she seems like, she's like, I'm going to give this great snatch game performance. But mm-hmm. it's very much like this... waiting to go home when you know that like you were in trouble during the school day. You know, when you get yep. home, your parents are going to yell at you. Is that there that this was absolutely one of the most shocking eliminations in franchise history this is a first and i think just for this moment alone drag race italia should be required viewing for drag race fans yeah um this is an important history of the show um i i will be very curious to see if it does affect future franchises mm-hmm. um yeah no it i, I it's it was definitely a very interesting way to handle a, yeah. I guess a disagreement I guess we're just like and it's not really a little more than a disagreement but like I don't know I, they, I want the unaired footage I, w- I want the rest I want to know what they didn't I air. know right please they're like this is the, not suitable for Italy I'm an America bitch show me the American version it's in the same vault as the sherry pie <laughs> footage um, well, before she sends Ava back to walk the runway, Priscilla says she heard from some of her truck driver friends that they weren't offended when she called her a truck driver. They appreciated it. And they're now going to write Ava on their trucks in honor of her. Uh, what? Like I said, they were much nicer to Ava the whole time than they ever were to Enorma. So I, I, saw, I read the writing on the wall. Um, Enorma has her final moments in the workroom as she takes her wig off. We hear the voices of the fight. We see the slow-mo, the untucked battles, and this is the end of a Norma Jean. Goodbye, Norma Jean. All right, category, finally doing the runway. Fabulous 80s. In honor of the runway, we are going to play Totally Tubular or Gnarly. Uh, isn't is Gnarly a bad thing? Yeah. I In my head, I'm like, all I can hear is the, like, turtle from... Uh, and finding Nemo being like, that is so totally wicked. But yeah. I know it's not gnarly. <laughs> All right, we're going to start off. We're going to talk about a Norma Jean. Uh, remember Little Pound Cake? This is her now. I think this was like not really 80s. Um, <clears throat> pink and red are a cool color combo, but like she just looked like a fucking clown. Also, neon, why does she have pants on? Neon fabric does not an 80s look make. Say that to the rest of the cast. It can. Neon <laughs> fabric can be part of an 80s look, but just because you're wearing neon does not mean you are in an 80s look. Yeah, this is bad. It this was, is what she left the show with. It was rough. Yeah. It wasn't it was not the cutest. It was gnarly, man. Gnarly. The audience went 7% totally tubular and 93% gnarly. 
Next up, oh, okay, Farida okay, Kant. Okay, okay. That's, that makes sense. Look hair and uh, looking hair by Farida Cla- glasses by Spazio Sorel. Uh, this was such a boss drag move. It's like leopard and blue and that hair. She was like super futuristic 80s fashionista. She says it was glow meets Grace Jones. I was like, okay, fine. I can see that. Um, but I think the angle she created with the silhouette were just really cool. I love her. This was another one of those like episodes where I was like, they all got in their looks backstage and all of the girls except for one went, fuck. Like every single one of those girls backstage. They all got ready and they all were like, God damn it. I am not even close to looking that good. (laughs) It was so, so, so good. Totally tubular. Totally tubular. Audience, 85% totally, totally tubular, 15% gnarly. Next up, we have Laquisha LaBamba, hair by Alessandro Fabi, dressed by Laquisha. Oh my God, this was a travesty. She went to a party oh. store, found singular items that looked 80s, put them on and said, 80s, but make it clash. Um, like the silver tights with the leg warmers and the tutu and the bow headband and the fucking drag queen staple top. It was just a fucking mess. Ooh. Also... She didn't glitter the entire beard. It was part of the beard. It was like patchy. Yeah, no, it was like uh, the there was like neon shades, but then there were also like very like almost like earthy matte shades. There was like it was oh. She was was like this is what uh, Cindy Lauper wears and and we're like no. Very, very questionable taste level on Lucretia LaBamba. Giancarlo said she gave him a cartoon world. Even though the look was confusing, he was entertained. Kiara says she was delicious. She was very good and funny in Snatch Game and never lost it. She says her look is a puddles, puzzle of 80s pieces. I was like, okay, that's actually good good criticism. Yeah. Tommaso would Not like the same her... puzzle. <laughs> yeah. Tommaso gets the best read of the night. He would like her to learn the word no. When she opens her closet, she has to learn to say no. He says there's just too much stuff. It's... <laughs> It's like always very cluttered with Laquisha. It's always very like uh, it's yeah no. Now it's I don't know if it's an Italian thing, but Donatella says she reminds her of the lead in Rocky Horror Picture Show. She said she was romantic, melancholic, everything a drag queen should be. Huh? What version of Rocky Horror are we watching? I don't know. I literally have no idea. And finally, Priscilla says she shows her a real character. This is gnarly. Gnarly. This is not good. This is no one liked it. Not well, good. Four percent totally tubular. Ninety six percent gnarly. It was. Yeah. That's gnarly. Avangarde. Look by cis handmade hair by drag wigs. I like the concept in the sense that it was like Grace Jones meets Rocky, but it read a bit more seventies to me. It's kind of cool that she did step out of her 50s housewife comfort zone for this look. Purple hair, really cool. I think the bloody nose needed to be a bit more prevalent. The same critique I gave to Pathea last week, yeah. this week, whenever it was. Um, but cool. Different for her. I like... I, I just like... This is something that knowing that the theme is 80s, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I see it. But if I had seen her in this, I would not have even a remote inkling of an idea of what the what the runway right. was like i would but never you would this see this and be, I, oh yeah it's gorgeous <laughs> like i wouldn't even say it's 80s like i would say like i can see drag queens wearing this 
yeah. now. Like it's a, it's a very, it's a gorgeous jumpsuit. Like it's very well made. It looks gorgeous on her. That hair is gorgeous. But like, I would not, if I just saw her, I wouldn't be like, oh, it's an 80s theme. Yeah. I don't think I could even get to, oh, it's an 80s theme. <laughs> Don Carlos says there is something he misunderstands about her. Kiara says they are used to the 80s being frisé and pink, but she showed the era full of danger. Tommaso says it was a bit confusing to play two characters and she lost the sense of humor. Priscilla says the risk of playing the Kessler twins was a gamble, but gives her credit for staying in character. I kind of enjoy the look. It's very, very, very in the middle safe, so I will give it a totally yeah. tubular. I'll give it a tubular. I won't give it totally The audience tubular, was 56% totally tubular, 44% gnarly. Next up is Divinity, hair by C. Sieta, look by Jan Janeski. Yellow and pink blazer was 80s. The stars were 80s. The cut of the dress was a disaster. The black hair seemed wrong for this look, but the curls and the, the height were right. Yeah, I um, this is one of those looks where she came around the corner and I was like, oh, I like this. And then the longer she was on the runway, yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't like this. I, I like parts of this. <laughs> Absolutely. Giancarlo says she entertained him, but she uses her tongue a bit too much. She was being overly provocative. Did okay, she... so like okay. Also, was she wearing yellow tights? Yes. She looked like a Simpson. Yeah. Kiara finds her relying on how expressive she is, and she has shown an evolution. Tommaso says Belen is very difficult because there is a good impersonator who doesn't own it, but she does it very well. Donatella says there's lots of fuchsia and yellow and stars and is part of the colorful ladies. She likes her glasses as if she comes from another planet. Priscilla says her runway was a leap into the 80s, but her snatch game was a flop. Again, it worked. It fit the theme, so I'll give it totally tubular, but like right on the middle. Yeah, it's it's it it was pointed very much in the right direction. Yeah. It didn't get to where it was going, but I'll give it I'll give it, I'll give it tubular. The audience liked it. 74% totally tubular, 26% gnarly. Next up, we have Electrobionic Look by Fibre Torino, hair by Fabio Racoviva. I think this screams 80s girl. Like the hair oh, is yeah. spot Down. on. Denim jacket with the pins, very 80s. Neon pink shirt underneath, very right. Uh, black pleather skirt was spot on. It did feel a little costumey, but it also fit, felt accurate to what she would wear in the 80s as Electrobionic, the fashion queen. Um, also, I adored her makeup here. The smoky blue eye with the little touch of glitter. I thought she did really, really well here. Um, this is very, very well. Like, whereas I've, like, every single look of Lucretia's, I've been like, her style is very questionable. Every single look of Electra's, I'm like, I know where she's coming from. I know what her yep. drag is. I'm like, she looked, the only thing I didn't really like about her look was, I don't, I just, didn't really like the strappy shoe like it was it looked almost like it was made of like 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 canvas like straps you know like they almost looked like almost like not Birkenstock what are the other Tevas like if you had like a Teva heel (laughs) like it almost looked like that like very it just I was like but again I guess like the shoe is you just wear I liked it. I'm going to give it totally tubular. Oh, yeah, totally tubular. Audience, not so much. 59% totally tubular, 41% gnarly. And finally, we have La Riche, hair by Fabio Wacaviva, (laughs) look by La Riche, nails by Press Queen. This is Gemini Hologram's all grown up and not wanting to leave the 80s. 
The neon yellow hair was enormous and obnoxious. I love the sequin mini jacket. The neon pink fingerless gloves are way too 80s and way too right. Then you got like the the um, workout clothes right underneath. It screamed 80s to me. Like this is nothing new. It's a costume, but it works for this runway. Yeah, there's like there's finishing details of this that I like. I wish like yeah. it's very much again. It's very much like maybe she just needed more time. She this sure. might you know she might have just been like, I would I would love to make this look a little nicer, but I just don't have the fucking time. Um, yeah. Just like the the lightning bolt got eaten by her suitcase it looks like um and that was a meaty tuck that was a that was a that was a bulge it was jean carlo likes her very much he likes the colors she brought she has a masculine body that disappears when she carries herself on stage speaking of meaty tucks uh <laughs> kiara loved her entrance in snatch game and how she was always on when the others were answering Tommaso says that she looks beautiful and she keeps it. Um, if she keeps it up, she has a great chance. Priscilla is proud of this, her this week and tells her to keep up this attitude. I like this look. Yeah, I do too. Totally tubular. Totally. Guess what? The audience did not. 37% totally tubular, 63% gnarly. Wow. I think, again, I think it might have just like very much the finishing details. I think yeah. just got a little like squished. In the suitcase. Yeah. Well, Priscilla calls Electra and Farida safe. Laquisha, Ava, Larish, and Divinity are the tops and bottoms. They're sent back. What does fucking Farida need to do to win anything? Uh, I know her snatch game was not great, but give her a win last week then. I was, yeah, I was like, this is two weeks in a row now that she has far and away had the very clearly best runway while also doing decently in the challenge yep. and has not won the challenge yep i don't last get it week was worse i will say I, uh, yeah the last they're all gonna arrive more, more mad but absolutely they're all gonna arrive in the workroom to see enormous mirror message which says a drag queen is an artist with balls mine aren't big they're enormous <laughs> Ava wipes it away, and that's the last they're going to really speak of Anorma Jean. That's also another thing. Like one of the reasons I never understood her name is because she's never made a single Marilyn Monroe reference, or looks like Marilyn Monroe, like ever. Like, like that's why I didn't get it. They toast to her and her big balls, and that's it. Laquisha pops open a bottle of bubbly and nearly probably knocked out one of the production crew's eyes. Like that thing went flying. Um, you can tell that the tension is gone because they were all just sitting there having fun. Yeah. Larissa mean, agrees I mean, with the punish. Yeah, go ahead. I think it's one of those things where like, it's very easy for one person in the room to just completely like throw everything off and like be the like, just like black hole of energy, you know? Yeah. And especially when they made them wait that long so that they right? can have enough girls for a snatch game. It's like, I don't know. Maybe there's another way you can handle this. Larice agrees with the punishment they gave Ava and Norma, and she agrees that being a queen means conveying a message and being an example. Ava says if she was eliminated, she'd leave with her head held high. She wants to just make it to the end now. She goes on to say that Norma was just not a good person and had doggedness towards the competition with negative energy. So this week, who's the winner? It's Larice. The lip syncers, well, Divinity thinks it's either her and Ava or La, La Bamba. She knows she's at the bottom. Yeah. Divinity knows that her voice already sounded swallowed, so they just didn't understand her during the Snatch Game. I mean, her boyfriend of eight years still doesn't understand her. 
Okay. It's not good. No, not good at all. Baby. Well, we're back on stage. Larisha is called the winner of the week. She wins via a voiceover, a selection of Matt Cosmetics. Uh, again, they did not know what any of these prizes were when they filmed. These girls are finding out what they want as they watch the episode. Laquisha is safe with Divinity and Ava in the bottom. Do you agree? <laughs> yes. However, I feel bad. I feel bad for Ava. Like, Twice she's in already one had episode. She's already had to lip sync in this outfit. And then she had to walk the runway in the outfit. And then she had to sit backstage. And now she has to lip sync again. At least that outfit's comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at least it wasn't like a giant, like, you know, at least she's not like cinched into like a 20 inch waist and like a steel bone corset. Yes. Right. But like, I'm sure that she was probably sweating in that. In that and under those like, lights. Oh, yeah. Was like, well, we're going to get a lip sync of Cobra by Miss Dalentella herself. Um, you know who was getting their life on this entire performance? Was it you? No, Kiara, once again. Jesus. Like so much. This song, I don't know if you were looking at the uh, the words, it is naughty. Like, it is dirty. So I much so that Divinity is humping the ground before her wig reveal. Yeah. <laughs> Ava is giving you a little bit of humor because the song is about a snake. So, yeah, it's strange. Give you humor. But also, the song is about Dick, right? Right. The lyric is the cobra is not a snake, so a snake, so confirmed, Dick. Um, when the song finishes, I'm 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 not even kidding. Please watch it back. You can hear Kiara scream, Viva la Cobra. They then cut her mic, and you can still hear her screaming and cheering and laughing. The bitch That's is so funny. loud. I wonder if she said like I wonder if what she said after Viva la Cobra was yeah, allowed to go on Discovery Plus. <laughs> Maybe. Well, Ava is going to win. Divinity is gone. I think this was the right decision in this yeah. lip sync. And and you know what? Ava did prove herself this episode. She may have fucked up, but she proved that she does. She wants to be there. Yeah, yeah. I think that. I think it was a good storyline for Ava. And and aside from a, a a weird episode where you like have to lip sync battle for your life in all star six she's the first person to really survive two lip syncs in a regular episode yeah she is kind of cool kind of crazy what a wild episode we just had oh my god i've watched what it happened? twice and talked about it once and i still don't know what happened yeah <laughs> well we got the burning questions we always end with what are enorma and divinity's legacy let's start with divinity um, uh, young, racist. Oh, wow. Um, what? She dressed up as Beyonce and says when she thinks of dark things, black men. She's racist. I don't know that that's like. I don't know that that's like the legacy of hers that I'm like left with. Um, I don't know that I'm really left with anything of hers. Like, I think like a, a year from now someone's going to be like divinity and i'm going to have to like rack my brain for which season she was on i mean technically um, she's the third person eliminated this season but it took four episodes i <laughs> I, I don't know man i don't know 
She's... Um, let's talk about Enorma. What is her legacy? She uh definitely made a name for herself. Uh, I don't know that it's going to translate to bookings, but uh, it, it's it's it is going to be interesting because when you we recall this season three years down the line. This... We're probably going to talk about Farida Kant if she wins. And we're um, going to talk about Enorma Jean because of what she did to the show and how her impact played a role on the show. She changed the game. She is the first contestant to lip sync to be eliminated by being expelled. Like, that's the first. We've seen queens get expelled before. Willem is that person. But Enorma t- did it through a lip sync. And I think that's going to be something... Um, We'll see if it ever happens again. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if it uh, informs decisions of other seasons of Drag Race. Like, uh, I, I honestly would have loved to know. Like, there, we, I remember talking about the Tamisha Candy fight in uh, Untucked, thinking it was going to come to fisticuffs and someone was going to get punched. What would they have done in the situation? Would it have been immediate expulsion or would we have had a situation like this? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I we know. ultimately did get to see that lip sync, but. Um, <laughs> I want to know. I so I think this is a good conversation. Maybe World of Wonder will inform us, or maybe they'll throw it into a plot line in the future. Mm. Manufacturer of that shit. <laughs> um, we're down to five. Who would have believed it? Who's I, going next? I. It's got to be between Ava and Laquisha. I agree. Um, and then to then go back and knowing what Larice did for the first couple episodes, being like, you're going to be in the top three. Weird. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, let's just go into after four episodes of the end of the season, as I think we're still in agreement that it's free to Kent. Yet to um, change my mind. I've yet to see anything that has made me think anything differently. I mean, if you really go on track record, Electric Bionic is doing slightly better with the mini challenge wins. But she has zero um, challenge wins. Right. So it's going to be interesting. I think it's really down the, to the two of them. Uh, Larice yeah. is going to be third place no matter what. Um, and yeah. it's going to be down to, in two episodes, how you get rid of Laquisha and Ava. Yeah. I, think, I think you're 100% right. Um, I hope... A weird season. I hope that they... One, I hope that Farida does well next week because I would like her to go into the finale with a second challenge win yeah um i also i don't well, know it, I very it, much it, spreading all your like wins out and like it's very like everyone gets a trophy right well it does look like it, it might be a design challenge um it's a it's the, makeover. the flowers it, it is a makeover it's the makeover oh if it's a makeover she wins of course she's gonna win she has to win that she's gonna I, she's probably i hope like i hope like a hot brother walks in Right. No, oh. I think it's definitely going to be um, her winning if there's any sort of design element to it. Um, but hey, I mean, are we going to get two winners back to back who win two design challenges? <laughs> we'll see. Scout, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects coming up in 2021 or 2022? Because you need to start um, plugging yourself. I know, right? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Venmo at Scout Sonner. Um, I've got two episodes left. I think of something funny to say there. Wow. Um, and yeah, no. Um, I've got. I don't think I'm booked right now. No, I'm you're, just trying I to get to you the had end a 2022 of the year. big gig. Do I? 
Oh, maybe I was wrong. Maybe it was someone else. That was you. Maybe I. Maybe I've just forgotten. Who knows? Maybe. Um, what about pageant? You doing a pageant in twenty twenty two? I think so. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. Um, and that's not. That's not because I haven't made up my mind. It's because the person who hosts the pageant has not actually told me. Girl, guess who's my guest on uh, Dragula this week? Well, I'll oh, ask her. Oh. I'll ask Desiree Dick. She did. Uh, we did brunch together a few weeks ago, and she did ask me if I was ready for it, and I was like, "Uh, it is that? Oh, am, I, am I? So, I don't know. Maybe I should message her, huh? Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe Scout." It's always a pleasure talking this shitty show with you. Oh, it's been, it's, it's, I'm having a great time going through this fever dream of a franchise. A huge thanks to Scout for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theodointhenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.